Welcome to Sex Spoken Here with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I am a sex coach and relationship psychologist and created this show to help you solve any sexual problems, learn about all things sexy, sensual, and intimate, and create your ideal lasting relationship. In my virtual therapy room, I answer questions, interview experts, and provide tips that you can use straight away. Listen in weekly as I share key strategies to help you create a problem-free, exciting sex life. Make sure you join us to be up to date on all events and to easily access coaching at www.the-intimacy-coach.com. Welcome to my virtual therapy room. I'm Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee, and this is Sex Spoken Here. Remember that this podcast deals with adult themes, so if you don't have privacy, you might wish to put on your headphones. Today, we're continuing with BDSM and power exchange. In parts one to three of this series, we examined BDSM and power exchange from a number of angles. This week, I'm looking at the practicalities for getting started if these things turn you on. I'll start with things that everyone needs to consider, whether partnered or unpartnered. And then I'll give some specifics for singles and follow with specifics for couples. So where to start? You might consider grabbing something to write with and some paper now. Some people believe they need to work out every detail before they actually leaving the house. Not only isn't this a good idea, but it isn't possible. You won't know exactly what you will enjoy until you've begun to experiment. I advise not to think in terms of never or always. Even some hard limits may shift after time. However, it is a good idea to have an idea about your current limits, interests, and desires. Start with the shape of your relationship. If you're single, decide if you're looking for one person or people to experiment with. If you're looking for one relationship that will include BDSM as part of the relationship or more than one relationship, and if only one or more than one will include BDSM. If you're single, you might choose to be a unicorn and go and play with a couple. So consider if that's something that appeals to you. And if it is, what would need to be in place for you to feel happy with that? If you're partnered, are you going to involve anyone else in your exploration of BDSM and power exchange? Next, consider whether you're going to explore in public venues or in private or on your own or both. Many people enjoy going to public venues like Torture Garden in London, for example, or private parties, which are still public as you're playing in the presence of other people or at public events like weekend reunion in New Jersey um, in the United States every August or a master slave conference, which happens annually in the Washington DC area, usually Labor Day weekend, which is uh, the first weekend in September or the last weekend in August. Some people prefer to experiment on their own at home and not to attend any events. There are pros and cons to both. So here are some of the pros of going to events where other people are present. You can meet people who you might want to play with. Events are a good place to connect with others who may share your interests and desires. 
meeting people in person is still the best way to figure out if you're compatible and also to get a sense of trustworthiness. Most of us get gut feelings when we meet people and if we feel uncomfortable can walk away from any potential relationship right there. Meeting people online can be useful, but until you make face-to-face contact, you won't fully know if there is any chance of things progressing. Some events have only a few attendees and others have thousands. You can meet people who you might wish to learn from. Experienced people often attend public events and that gives newer people the opportunity to watch them and also to learn from them. Sometimes you can get actual instruction and at other times the opportunity to arrange a time to gain one-to-one instruction or group instruction can be had. It is a good idea to get some hands-on instruction to learn things like flogging, using a single tail whip or a bull whip, suspension bondage, needle play, or any kind of edge play. There are many other things where you can benefit from instruction as well. You can enjoy watching others play. Watching other people play is really hot. It gives you the opportunity to see a variety of activities, which will indeed help you to decide if that's something you might want to try. Sometimes, watching helps people to eliminate activities as well. And you can enjoy being watched by others. Some people get really turned on by having others watch them. Parties are great places to indulge in exhibitionism that doesn't put you at risk of getting caught or arrested or at least drastically lowers the risk because, you know, there are occasions where parties get raided, but usually it's not because of the sex that's going on. You can socialize with people who share your interests. Parties and events are great places to socialize with people who also enjoy BDSM and power exchange. For people who are in the closet amongst most, if not all of their family and friends, These spaces are the only places where they can be truly out and congruent with all parts of themselves visible. Of course, just because you enjoy BDSM doesn't mean you'll have lots of other things in common. Cons of going to events where there are people present. You will be visible. Events where there are other people mean that you will be visible. If you're worried about running into people who may not approve of what you're doing, this could be a reason not to play in public. I would ask you to consider this, however. If they see you, you're also seeing them. So the risk in that sense probably isn't as high as you think it is because the chances are they don't want people to know what they're involved with either. Events cost money and can be expensive. Most parties and events cost some money to cover the cost of the venue, safe sex supplies, where there's, uh, there are sex positive events, dungeon furniture, event insurance, and any refreshments. You might not feel you fit in. Some events can have cliques. Some have very few LGBTQI++ people. Others have few people of color. The first event my husband and I attended, we didn't feel we fit in terribly well. 
there were almost no people of color present and there were no other interracial couples. Sex during a scene may be off limits. Look for sex positive events if you want to integrate penetrative sex into a scene because many venues don't allow this. Pros to experimenting alone. Things are completely private between you and a partner. And so this can really increase intimacy. You can have full penetrative sex during your scene if you wish. At many events, full nudity is prohibited and full penetrative sex is also prohibited, either for legal reasons or because it's just the rule of an event. So, for example, there are some events where uh, penetrative sex is prohibited because some people don't like to integrate BDSM activities with sex and uh, with penetrative sex and feel that um, they don't want to see that where they're playing. Cons of experimenting in private only. When things go wrong, there's no one to get advice from. If you're new to all of this, it can be really helpful to have someone experienced around in case something doesn't go to plan. Most events have dungeon monitors. They um, monitor to make sure things are going well. For example, to make sure nobody is doing something without consent or to make sure um, nobody's behaving badly. But they're also wandering around as a resource. And so if you are having difficulty or something's gone wrong, they can be very useful people to approach. Next thing you should do is consider who's going to be in charge. How do you want to shape your power exchange? If you're single, what role are you most drawn to? Have you always wanted to call the shots and be in control? If so, you may be dominant. Would you love to be able to surrender to someone else for a change? If so, you could be submissive. Do you feel equally drawn to both roles or is your de desire dependent upon who you are interested in playing with? If so, you may be a switch. If you're partnered, many couples fall into natural roles before they decide to experiment with power exchange. These may be the roles they adopt when they start experimenting, but they are not always. Talk through who would like to be in control and who would like to surrender. Consider service. While some dominants really enjoy service, they enjoy giving the submissive what will make them happy, many prefer to be served. It may be that you both feel you could be in either role and enjoy it, and then you can work out switching and talk about who will be in charge when. Sometimes both partners feel strongly that they are dominant or that they are submissive. When this is the case, they usually find they wish to look for someone else to take the other power role. As in the last podcast, when I spoke with Pharaoh Kafre and Empress Nahara, who are a dominant couple. Now, if you absolutely don't want to involve somebody else in your relationship and you both feel you identify with the same role, you may need to talk about whether this is something that you want to experiment with. Because you can't both be dominant or both be submissive during a BDSM or power exchange scene 
unless there's another person part of that scene. Next, the activities you're 